hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show I'm going to speak about your hunger hormones and how they're going to impact when, impact you when you're dieting. So when we look at um, your your hormones um, and especially we're going to just focus today on two. So to give you kind of a key understanding of when you're dieting, what's kind of happening on a hormonal level and what struggles you're going to have and kind of what to expect and how to deal with it. So the two hormones we're talking about is your hunger hormones, that's ghrelin and leptin. So when it comes to success, compliance, guys, is key. And one of the greatest factors that will I- impact a client's um, success in dieting is, hung- is, is hunger. Um, basically, their hunger hormone and their sati- satiation hormones, ghrelin and leptin. So we, they are something that people are going to struggle with an awful lot because when we go into dieting phase, if you've been coming off maybe a processed diet or some a diet that has, is full with calories and you're trying to just tidy yourself, your, your, your body composition up a little bit and you've gone into a little bit of a deficit. And remember, we always speak about a maintenance calories surplus and deficits we're bringing it back down into deficit we're going to a bit of a fat loss phase we want to lose a bit of body fat we are going to um come across hunger as an obstacle and that's going to be a big thing so the first thing we need to look at is the two hormones that are involved in this are first one is ghrelin your hunger hormone it's produced predominantly by the stomach and the small intestine pancreas and the brain and to stimulate appetite so it stimulates appetite from your stomach small intestine pancreas and brain and that's leading signals to the brain to increase food intake and basically to eat more and promote fat storage so that's what ghrelin is so every time you're feeling hungry that's ghrelin telling your brain listen i want some food i need food intake please give me some food so you're going to feel hungry now what we have then on the other side of that is we've leptin or um satiating hormone which now this will work in balance with ghrelin to regulate intake so when the, when the stomach when you eat, eat food when the stomach is stretched um they will send the necessary signals to the brain to indicate that you are full releasing the hormone leptin which will will ultimately reduce ghrelin so a signal is sent to the the, to brain say listen the the stomach lining and the stomach is stretched so the stomach is full that leptin is going to send a a signal to the brain to reduce um ghrelin your hunger hormone so to basically to stop eating you're full and you're happy so that's kind of an overview guys of the two um hormones that we have to deal with and like ghrelin is one of of many hormones which is impacted due to dieting and calorie deficits that's that's something we think about because it's also as a result of poor sleep and acute or chronic stress levels ghrelin can be upregulated so think ghrelin is going to be a bit more prevalent uh, in your body when you have a poor uh, sleep cycle uh, acute or chronic stress levels that's all going to impede on your fat loss journey so ghrelin works with leptin to manage energy balance um and calories consumed in relation to your total daily expenditure. So when daily consumption is below your total daily expenditure, you are in a deficit. So that's what we talk about your daily expenditure and you're bringing calories below that. You are going to be in a deficit of calories and you may experience, you'll experience negative adaptions to the ghrelin response. So basically ghrelin is going to increase your hunger and your cravings, um, which is going to be something you have to battle. And then your leptin levels as you diet will drop and you, you'll feel less satiated from meals. And the increase in hunger and the decrease in satiation will ultimately be your biggest challenge, guys, when it comes to long term success with the dieting phase and um, so what we have to look at is when we're in a dieting phase we are taking in less calories from our 
total daily expenditure that we were taking in. So we're going to have an upregulation of ghrelin over time and a downregulation of leptin. So think of little weighing scales. On one side, you have ghrelin, your hunger hormone, and that's going to be upregulated. So you're going to feel a lot more hungry. You're not going to be satiated for meals. Um, you're going to feel a little probably a bit aggravated. Stress is going to be higher in the body. And that is going to be your upregulation of ghrelin is, is going to play a pivotal part in your success. And then we have a downregulation of leptin, which is our hung, is our satiation hormone. Think of our, our full hormone telling our brain, listen, the, the stomach lining is stretched. It's full. I'm happy. I, I don't need to eat anymore. And then that should be a downregulation of ghrelin. But in a dieting phase, that's the total opposite. Your leptin is downregulated. So so what we have to kind of look at is uh, when you reduce calories to achieve a calorie deficit, often the variety of foods consumed is reduced. And you may find that either you're eating the same foods or meals consisting of cycling food sources less frequently. So it's just that... Um, process of trying to diet and trying to fix into a certain amount of food, certain amount of food types and a certain amount of meals. So that can become obviously very mundane. And this is something I spoke about in social media um, this week, a variety versus results. And this kind of comes back to this point as well, where when you are in a dieting phase at the start, less variety, I think is better for most people. And it gets, it just sets the structure. And over time, then you can start to cycle in different types of food to mix things up. Um, so and the other thing that makes things easier for you is actually food prep. So being ready, it just makes your dieting process easier because um, like what you want is to have meals prepped. So you're ready to go nice and simple, uh, basic meals. So then you're going to start to control these hunger levels because you're not going to be getting excessively hungry. You have a meal prepped, you can eat it at, at your allocated times and it just helps you with that hunger response you'll get um, from basically dieting. So what we have to look at, um, people are very, have very busy lifestyles and, 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 many, and many of you listening to this will often eat on the go. And that is, and, 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 I'm, and I'm a, definitely a victim to this sometimes of eating at work when I'm on social media watching TV. Do you know, you're trying to step away from that and enjoy your food, but it's just to have a conscious awareness while you're eating can, can really mean if you can take your time, step away from, um, step, basically step away from your your, your your TVs, your videos, your Netflix and all that kind of stuff, you're really going to um, help yourself. So what you want to do when you're eating a meal is you want to be in a rested state, rest and digest. That's what we want. We want our body in a parasympathetic mode. The parasympathetic mode, all is this is all this process of taking yourself away from monitors, taking yourself away from Netflix, taking yourself away from our computers and all that kind of stuff, and a distraction of work. We 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 need to just sit back and say, okay, we're going to chew our food, which is really going to help us with a, a feeling of fullness. We're going to add adequate fiber to our meals, which is going to be coming from veg and fruits. We're going to add adequate protein, which is going to be very satiating macronutrients. It's going to feel we're going to feel a lot fuller from eating a lot more protein, and then as well if we can take away the distraction of all this stuff and sit down and actively enjoy our meal, chew our food um, and just enjoy the taste buds of food, enjoy the meal that you're eating, it can help you massively in terms of your hunger. Um, because a lot of time we're in the rush and we eat on the go, we might grab something that's going to be uh, maybe not as, as nutrient dense as it should be. And then what we have, what happens is we've, we've a drive in blood sugars and then a drop in blood sugars. And then what happens is Grayland is, is roaring again and saying, listen, I'm hungry. I want to eat. I want to eat. I want to eat. And then that's creating more and more stress in the body. Um, 
I remember digestion is really, really important as well, because when we look at it, um, if the body doesn't have time, we'd say the time required optimally to digest food, consume, it sends the appropriate satiation signals to the brain to release leptin. So what we have there is if we can digest food properly and we sit down and enjoy a meal, we're going to have a release of leptin, which is going to tell our body, listen, we're full here, we're happy, you step away from the table, you step away from your, your meal, and you are um, you're happy with what you're doing. You're happy with your your body's happy. It's full, and that's where we want to be most of the time. The reason we're not full after meals a lot of time is because we eat on the go and it's fast and it's just chuck down the food. The, the body is 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 not sending that signal to the brain because the food is coming in so quickly and it's very calorie dense, and then you just feel that your blood sugars will shoot and then you, they'll drop again really quickly. So, what I would say from a standpoint to kind of counteract all this, so the first thing we know is this is going to happen when we diet. We're going to be in a deficit our body is going to have an upregulation over time of ghrelin and a downregulation of leptin so we're not going to be as full for meals we're going to be very hungry and constantly hungry now this is for most people if your diet is set up properly and your deficit isn't aggressive 15 to 20 percent below your your total daily energy expenditure is absolutely plenty for majority of people to start that if your food choices and food structures are set up properly, you can mitigate a lot of this at the beginning phase. But there is going to be time where where we're going to see um, changes over a number of weeks. So when I'm working with clients, what I will always ask, and I was talking to a client today in a check-in, how is your how are your energy levels? How is your hunger levels? And how is your mood when you eat? Um, all these are very, very important. So these are mon- these is this is what you need to do, uh, monitoring your hormonal balance, um, and just having little boxes um, that you can tick, and just kind of having a little bit of compliance. So really interest, really important from you guys listening to this. If you are going into a diet phase, that you have little markers you can see. Oh, how hungry was I after meals? How was my mood today? Um, how's my energy levels today and then that's going to help you massively in making changes and the changes that I would recommend and this is what I do for all my clients is I would do diet breaks and refeeds I find them to be very very helpful um, for a client I normally would recommend you go at least four weeks into your your diet phase and then you start to look at how you're feeling obviously you're measuring how you're feeling every week but then we start to look at maybe a refeed I like to do a 48 hour refeed where um, we would have an increase in calories and the person, the clients then seem to be very, very adaptive to this and very, very happy with this. They get, a, they get, they get a, a sense of, okay, the body's getting a little bit more calories in, everything starts to settle down, you're getting an upregulation of leptin, full after meals, and you're getting a little bit of a downregulation of ghrelin. Think of it as a little mini break for the body away from um, your dieting phase. And I normally would bring calories up to about maintenance or just above, depending on the, where the person is. And it really helps, this diet break really helps the person just to boost um, the leptin levels and resets the hunger hormone balance before the hunger becomes unbearable for that person. Um, kind of two days back to back at higher maintenance calories with a focus on higher carbohydrates is your best option here. It really helps leptin and uh, an, an increase in leptin and a decrease in ghrelin over that temporary period and making the diet process a little easier for you as a client going forward guys so this is very something i would definitely definitely say is well worth it if you are going and you're starting a diet to kind of have this structure have your diet mapped out over a number of weeks and kind of have a structure set that you are going to um basically have a refeed set for yourself within 
uh, every four weeks at least. Um, that, but again, four weeks is only is, is only a general um, guideline from what I would do to a cl- for a client. But sometimes we bring it a little bit quicker. Sometimes we might push it out a little bit further. For the female clients, what I like to do, guys, and this is something I would recommend for any female that's dieting, is around the menstrual cycle can be something that can be good for a refeed because you're going to have an increased craving for carbohydrates there. And this could be a perfect time for you to add a little bit more carbohydrates into your diet, bring your, your, your calorie levels up to maintenance just for that back-to-back days. And that can really help you mitigate any of these heavy cravings that you have around that time of the month. So the other thing I would say as well is really important, guys, and I've said this, try to start to eat in a relaxed state quite environment without any distractions so you can focus on eating slowly and you can make sure you chew your food i mean chewing your food will aid in optimal digestion which will mean that the more likely you you'll you remain aware of of, of basically the aware of the taste buds the 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 the, the, the chewing your food releases saliva that sends a, a reaction to the brain as well um it just slows the whole process down of eating it you're not absolutely vacuuming vacuuming your food up taking in excess calories two three four hundred calories in literally 10 minutes and your body's your 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 your, your body just cannot recognize that there's so much calories going in the leptin is not going to be helped there. There's not going to be a signal to the brain quick enough for your body to um, digest that food, break it down and just uh, send a signal to the brain to say, listen, I'm full here. So again, you've heard this before, probably um, 20 minutes at least to the, the stomach to say to the brain, listen, I'm full here. So you shoveling down food is not something, guys, um, that I would recommend. So if you can start to look at eating in a relaxed state, something possibly in a quiet environment and just away from distractions and just really focus on the food and enjoying it and chewing your food. Slowing down that eating process can really help these two hormones. Um, The other thing as well I would say to you is once you go past that first week phase of dieting, and you do your first refeed, then you can start to cycle in different food sources. It could be it could be simple there, and the way you'd cycle it in, and I've said this before on podcasts, is keep your stuff simple, your proteins. Cycle in between some white fish, that could be from some sea bass, some cod, some place, uh, chicken, you could cycle in some chicken, some turkey, and steak every few days. So you have a nice variety coming in there of, of, of different types of food, um, ensuring there's a little bit of a difference in each meal. You're always including protein, fats, and carb sources um, that are different. So you can cycle all them in. So could have, you could have your different carb sources. You could have your white potato. You could have your sweet potato. You could have your wholemeal rice. You could have some quinoa. Um as your uh, as your dinner choices and cycle them in very good quality carbohydrates fats can be cycled in through olive oils you could go nut butters you could go avocado you could cycle in some eggs you could cycle in some salmon as well which is going to be very very good in omega-3s good high fat fish and this is going to be really important because again after that period of time when you just get past that whole initial dieting phase you will find that just that little bit of variety can help but i think for a start just start with a basic plan get a basic calorie structure and build your habits towards that plan and then you can start to add variety over time and it's just when i say variety like i said there guys it's just cycling in the carbs cycling in the protein cycling in the fats different choices throughout the throughout the week and it just keeps it nice and interesting for you um and it's just something that's going to really help you in the dieting phase so just to kind of recap on these two hormones when you go into a dieting phase you're going to have a down regulation of leptin 
effect and over time your satiation hormone the the society hormone the one that's going to tell your brain listen i'm full from this meal you have an upregulation over time on ghrelin which basically is your hunger hormone um and basically that's going to be the one that's going to be telling you you're hungry so a lot of the time you're going to feel the effects of dieting and it's ghrelin that's going to really attack and, and 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 kind of get you um stressed and mood changes and just constantly hungry and a little bit food focused so we just need to keep an eye on these two hormones and understand how they're going to impact our diet over a period of time and when we spoke in previous podcasts about carbohydrates about proteins about fats these are all really important and your food is so important and everybody will focus on just getting a food plan i need to have a food plan a food plan a food plan but the most important thing you need to understand is what's going to happen on happen to the body on on, 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 on a physiology level um, in terms of your hormonal balance and how that's going to be think of our weighing scales it's going to be shunted out of balance so we're going to have a kind of a shift one way or the other and the shift here will be the leptin down regulated a shift downwards and an up regulation in grail and once we know these are coming we can act on it and just again monitor your hormonal balance make sure you you you're, you have something asking yourself if it's a coach they're asking the right questions energy mood stress how you're feeling how, how how do you feel after food are you food focused and then you look at implementing diet breaks and refeeds throughout your period of your dieting phase and then encourage remember we need to encourage guys that we slow down we take our time we eat our meals we work on our adequate sleep as well that's really going to help us getting good quality sleep and then also looking at um, uh, hydration levels. And then when we look at changing our diet and bringing in a bit of variety, let's look at cycling in good quality proteins, good quality carbohydrates, good quality fats. And then when we get to a place where we're really happy, then we can start looking at, okay, now we could start stepping away from tracking because we've built all these behaviors. We've built all these habits. We now know food. We know the energy density of food. We know on a hormonal level when we diet what's going to happen and we know how to counteract that. And that's really going to help us for long-term success. And that's what everybody strives for. That's what everybody wants is to get the weight off and keep it off for the rest of their life. And I have numerous clients I work with and they have the weight off and it's just now me as a coach encouraging, encouraging them um, working on their behaviors, working on their decision-making process and working on their ultimate education towards nutrition. And that's what's going to give them long-term success going forward. And that's something that as a coach, that's my job. And that's what, what I would say. If you have a coach, that's what they should be doing for you, educating you, empowering you. But again, as good as a coach is, you're the one in charge. You're the one that's going to take control of your behaviors every day. So that's really important, guys. But just for this podcast, I said I, I would just touch on your hunger hormones. It's something that's going to, you are going to feel if you are in a dieting phase. And we're all talking about the everybody coming in with the COVID stone and putting on a little bit of weight um, post-COVID when stuff started opening up again. So everybody's probably in a little bit of a dieting phase, getting their training right, getting their uh, cardiovascular work in and conditioning work and it's just to understand that these things are going to happen and remember the more you train and the more you do conditioning work the more, the more you're going to be hungry because you are going to be outputting energy so your body is going to require more energy so you are going to be able to have to be able to handle that as well and just under, once you understand it I think you're halfway there into helping yourself um, and also uh, how you're going to strive for success and that's going to be something that's really important so again guys I hope that makes sense to you it's just a nice short podcast today 20 minutes on 
on the hunger hormone, just something to touch base with you. you you'll fully understand it. You'll now know how to uh, deal with that. Remember, when it comes on, we've got a few pointers that we need to do and we need to look at. We, we, we need to look at our, our biofeedback. We need to have that there, a bit of a reference point, how we're feeling on a daily basis. When we, we need diet breaks, we'll schedule them in. And then what we'll do is we'll, we'll slow down. We, we'll make sure we're eating and enjoying our food and not absolutely vacuuming food down our throat every time we eat. And that's going to be very important for your success, guys. So again, thanks a million, guys, for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast. Um, please share, subscribe. I would really appreciate that on your social media platforms. Um, it's just, it's really, really important that um, we get the word out there because if you know anybody that is trying to go into a dieting phase, and maybe is struggling a little bit with getting results, now is the time for you to to, to, to basically point them in the right direction. And uh, it's it's just something that it, it, you know from listening to the podcast might be able to help one of your friends understand what happens in, in, in a dieting phase. And this is something that's really important, guys. Um, so I would suggest if you can share it on social media, share it with anybody you think would get benefit from um getting listening to this podcast or reaching out to us at peak performance academy and uh, we would be more than welcome and happy to help as well guys so as i say if you have any questions please leave your comments on our social media platforms you'll find us on instagram at peakperformance.academy you'll also find us on um facebook as well peak performance academy and you'll find my me personally on my instagram page coach.bobbyinwright if you have any questions guys please reach out i would be more than happy to help have a great week and hopefully this helps you in your success in your dieting phase um have a great week guys and we'll catch you next week